Hey guys, I'm Karen. And I'm Charles. And you're listening to... Every Hour. Hello again. Another week. We made it. Week six. How do you feel? I'm sauced. You're tired? <laughs> yeah. Are you tired of none of the podcast, right? Oh, no, no, no. I'm just like tired in general. Like <laughs> Long week. It's a Monday, so yeah, long week. <laughs> <sighs> no, I'm just like feeling kind of S-word. A little S-word? A.K.A. the sick word? Sick. You're getting down with the sickness. I have no idea. I thought it was allergies, but now I'm like, uh, yeah. Like I just feel it in my nose, in kind of throat, in my chest, and your tongue. I swear, the older I get, the more I like flare up. Like my asthma flares up when I'm sick. Ew. Like it makes me feel like I'm so out of breath. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel. Like I have like pressure in my chest. Yeah, pressure in my chest. And I can't breathe. Can't breathe. Who is that? I don't know. George Lopez. Oh. A, oh I'm he's, sorry. He's like, I have a pain in my chest and I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Yeah. Oh, that's where that's from. Yeah. I knew I've known it, but I didn't know where it's from. George Lopez. Ah, I learned something. But yeah. what are we talking about today? You tell us what we're talking oh, about. Oh, okay. Perfect. So what we're talking about today is uh who is your village in a sense of people you surround yourself with and people you know, you want to, you know, co not cohabitate, but co-live with in a sense. Well, isn't that cohabitating? I guess so. Um, co-live with? Co-live with. I mean. Because, you know, with life, you get handle, you get handed a deck of cards and some people get bad hands. Yeah. You know, whether it be economic, social, cultural, living, you know, some people get bad living situations. And the first thing that people can be in control of and you know, that people kind of forget about is who you can surround yourself with. Obviously there's other, you know, there's a lot of, so, okay. Layers to it, but yeah, I want to hold on. Preface this before you jump into that. I think you're overgeneralizing that like not every single person can change the cards that they're dealt with. Yeah. But, but. With that being said, it is definitely something that you could potentially have control in but there are others that just don't thank you for clarifying that yes thank you that's what that's what i was trying to get to but yes i understand and that's why let me help you because you were overgeneralizing i know that's a fallacy yes but as we continue though yeah it's people you know like who's a part of your village who's a part of your village and people the type of people the type of people even specific people but like the types of people you like to surround yourself which is kind of crazy getting older Mm -hmm. too because of that shift and change of people Mm -hmm. because definitely you know going through sports and going through like activities and like in high school and college i was very and uh, i guess an alpha male group of people yeah you're like definitely highly competitive i need to be the best i'm driving you know, I got to be better than the next guy in front of me kind of thing, which isn't, there's some parts of that that's not toxic. There's like that good parts where it's like, you know, you want to drive and like that ambition stays with you and that kind of internal drive. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of weird now moving in because that shifted towards from being like, oh, like, with like what? I, I'm man, I, I have penis. Uh, I, I am strong. I hunt for I, food. I hunt. I beat up other men. Yeah. And then go, going into like the party phase. 
because mm-hmm. that kind of trickled down into that and just losing your mind. Yeah, you're like a little hoochie coochie kind of. Yeah, <laughs> and then like just trying to look for your next buzz, and then now like getting into coming out of my mid twenties into my late twenties into my early thirties. You sound like you're like freaking twenty nine. You're not. You're gonna. Oh, learn. okay. I'm gonna be twenty seven or twenty eight. But like I'm getting to my late thirties. Are you twenties? Yeah, I'm gonna be twenty eight this year. Oh, oh, you don't know how old I am. <laughs> I was like, wait. Oh, well, because I'm yeah. going to be 26 in a yeah. couple weeks. So I'll be 28. That's going, a- You're still in your mid-20s. So I'm getting in my late 20s. Yeah. It's kind of that mindset Ew. of now <laughs> setting up into, you know, people you want to start your family around to start. Like build your village. Building my village in a sense. And I'm yeah. like in, really in that because... You're in the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, in the nitty gritty. And I also think it's like, too, obviously the space that you and I are in together. It's created a very healthy space. Yeah, but also like the people that we do surround ourselves with. It's like, I've seen this thing on Twitter and it's been the video of Kobe talking to his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like telling her like step by step about whatever it is. But someone was saying like, when you explain to your child that your Theo and your Thea are actually really good friends, you're day one. And I'm like, <laughs> precisely like that. It's funny because I think about when I grew up, of course, like, you know, I didn't really grow up with like my dad's family. Like they weren't here, um, you know, and whatnot. So like it was my mom's family and like her brothers and her sister. And, but then again, there were some people who it was like, that's your Theo and that's your Thea. Like my technic my godparents were my mom's best friends. Yeah. Um, and like, but to me, they were my Theo and my Thea. Like it wasn't anything different. Um, and I just think that it's gonna continue that way because I look at our friends and like the people that we surround ourselves with, and I'm like, um, nope, that's your Theo. No, nope, <laughs> right? that's your Thea. Like, you better have some respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's our family that's that's our family yeah and that kind of defines a line too just because your blood doesn't mean your family exactly i definitely have family members like extended family members that i have no relationship to mm-hmm. no connection to mm-hmm. if i saw them in the streets i, I would even... walk right past them because yeah. like i just don't know them yeah and that's nothing towards their character or them as a person no. at all it's just unfortunately like in life we just never cross paths or connected to the yeah. point where you feel like family and i have like close friends you know, one of my best friend, Seth, like I stuck with, you know, since I was 18, 19. And yeah, like, you know, sometimes certain worldviews, Seth and I disagree on. Yeah. But then the day, like, Seth and I always kind of push each other. Yeah. And then, like, not like a rivalry kind of sense of no, like, no, no. but it's more it, a positive uplifting. Yeah. And I can say that for my best friend, Ryan, too, where like he's always been like my little brother. Yeah. In a sense of that. And can we had that's always kind of mentorship thing. Yeah. But he's also one of the start, smartest dudes I know. Yeah. So he's always been, he's always taught me as well as I taught him. Yeah. You know, he's very book smart and very like, I guess I can say, cause I have that two years gap in front of him. <laughs> yeah. I can, I'm in the next step before he is always. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like watch out for this. Like, yeah, you're watch like, out for that. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And it's always learning off each other. And that's the kind of people like I always want to surround. Well, myself with I this mean, always learning around I definitely feel like so obviously my degrees in sociology so I always had to push myself to think the opposite of what I believe in mm-hmm. in a sense because like that's how I studied like 
not all we're not all the same like we all have different views and that's like the beauty of it is that we don't all need to be identical of course I'm a little biased so I certainly think that certain things are right and obviously other things are wrong and I think that goes with anyone there's like your own moral compass yes um and I'm not saying that I surround myself with people who necessarily are complete opposites of me entirely where it's like a constant battle. But I will say that I do have people in my life who are opposite of what I believe in morally, you know, politically, all of that. But again, it's not like a rival thing. It's not like a negative. It's a positive because it's like you get to see this different perspective you don't get it like you go through life with blinders on, yeah. you know, until you start opening yourself up to these new experiences and these new people or what have you, or just new ideas that you just didn't think about. Like you and I don't agree necessarily politically. Like we're not. Yeah. I'm very <laughs> pessimistic against yeah, him. like politically, like preface, I'm a registered independent. Yeah. And I hate both parties. Yeah. And like, you, <laughs> I don't identify that way, but I'm like, there's certain things that I agree with and other things that I don't. And I mean, for us, for example, it's just like, I think we really push each other when it comes to like politics, because there's certain things where I'm like, uh, that, that don't make no damn sense. <laughs> and then there's other times where you push me and you're like, uh, that don't make no damn sense. Girl. Yeah. But we have these open discussions and how many times have we had these like discussions where we're like this is you know i'm not even gonna bring up an example because that's a powder keg i know i know i know but you get what i'm saying yeah like so for us for example it's like we are open to each other's ideas exactly and that's the positive of opening yourself up to people who are not like you yeah and obviously if they're like toxic and you know what their their worldview is in sense of a kind of like abusive and just something you're just hard you know you have that right to I mean it's close that door a human right yeah you have a I human have right to, to close a door on no people. offense I don't have to like any and I don't have to like any of you I don't have to like any of it you know yeah and like at the end of the day that's my choice yeah and you don't get to tell me what to do because also I'm a woman and I have rights <laughs> you go girl triggered triggered but like. Going off of that, though, that's anybody's right to close the door. Yeah. And I think I saw a quote today is um, that one of our friends kind of posted, on, I think, on Instagram story was if, you know, if you feel at peace losing somebody, then you never really lost them. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big thing. You know, some people say like, oh, like, you know, I don't want to shut this door in person because, you know, we have history and we lost them. But if you feel at peace, you know, closing them out mm -hmm. and did that does that mean like you really did lose them in a sense because that's a good question in a sense of like did that person actually matter if you yeah. feel like you know what but then th it, that, that was like if especially if it was like abusive or toxic in your life uh-huh so that's kind of one of those things like you know you have the choice of building and piecing together your life especially at this time of age yeah we're all very much figuring it out yeah and like hindsight i'm sure when our parents are our same age and probably when we were children around yeah. the same age, like, yeah, I can't imagine having the like a two year old and a five year old. At my like, age. That, like at my age right now, my mom had two kids. Like yeah. what? 
but kind of puts in the perspective that like they what? were just probably figuring it out. Too, oh, no, like for hearts sure. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, times were different then, of course. And I think, you know, obviously economics, different, just overall generational thing, mm-hmm. different. Um, but going back to like what you said about if you like, if you lost someone and it, like you feel at peace and the, did they really matter? I don't. I don't know about that statement because I think about, for example, like friends that I've lost or whatever. And like, if I like, if I bring, if you bring up this person, you know exactly what I'm speaking about. If you bring her up, oh, it's like a goddamn can of worms. Yeah. But like. That means you're not at peace though. I'm not at peace about it so because I didn't still, do shit. Yeah, but but you're still, you know, but you still care, and that's the thing. I you you wouldn't be as angry if you still cared. No, for sure. I think like I care because it was like out of the blue. Yeah. So I mean to kind of just give like the blueprint of it. I had a really good friend, a like a best friend, and it was me and one of my other best friends and we were like a trio. Um, and then one day, like she just like stopped talking to us, stopped like surrounding herself with us. And it was very weird. And she like, it was a lot of a blame game. And at the end it was, she's very manipulative. And so now if the two of us talk about her, it's like triggered, like, we just can't stop. It's like word vomit yeah. because we think about it and we like take, we've gone through every type of situation so like where you made her mate could have possibly came off bad or exactly. And like, we've taken the time to reflect like, okay, what did I do wrong? What did we do wrong together? What did like, what are things that we could have done and whatnot? But at the end of the day, if someone wants to end their relationship with you, then that's their choice. Like you can't force someone to love you back. To love you back. Exactly. And that sounds... Unless you're Joe Goldberg from you. From you. Oh, God. Yeah. Unless you're love from you. From you. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But, you, but yeah, I get what you're saying. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't have someone... Lo- like, you can't force someone to love you back. You know? Whether that be romantically or just, like, a platonic, platonic friendship. You can't force someone to love you back. But, like, thinking about, okay, if you lost someone and you feel at peace, like... I don't know. Like, I think it, I guess my question is, is it that you feel at peace like immediately once it happens or do you go through the steps of grief? I think with any kind of loss, you have to go through the steps of grief, whether yeah. it be small or large, you know? Yeah. I think there's a time lapse of that. Mm-hmm. I think when it comes to, I remember reading a study back in school, but like a romantic relationship, you're not truly over yet until like a year and a half. Yeah. And that's, or like, or yes. even, and that so comes with the friendships the, as well. <laughs> There's, like, a whole cycle when it comes to, like, romantic relationships and, like, breakups. So, usually they say, like, <laughs> I think, isn't it usually that the guy is, dev- or that the girl is devastated first and the guy becomes devastated after. But when he gets devastated, <clears throat> it's, she's fine. Yeah. And we were, if we were to say a male-female relationship. Or I think any relationship. Well, I don't know. I I'm just saying I'm off saying, of a study yeah. that I read. Yeah. That's all. Like, it was... A heterosexual relationship. Heterosexual relationship, male, female, and I think they were together for at least a year. I think this is what the study was. And it said that women 
are within, with three months are devastated. Exactly. Within the first bit of it. And then at, right after that is when the, the man is. And then it's just like this cycle of. Yeah. Because you're not grieving at the same time. You're grieving at different I think I think the grief also comes depending on who broke up with who. Well, yeah. It was a cycle, like, then it then it flip-flops, yeah. too. But I think the full, like, that overall cycle is, like, a year and a half from the initial break point to that. Because someone's always going to try to make contact or someone's going to try to reach out. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, oh, are they over it? Are they not? Yeah. And then until you finally, like, fully let go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting, too, uh, in a sense. that Obviously, that's still, like, building a relationship. Like, going off of what you said... You know, the going back to the original premise of like, did they you really mean anything to you? Yeah. You know, I think if you're immediately at peace, then yes, like that that they didn't mean anything. Yeah. They truly, if you're they really, you were like, oh, well, I don't give a shit. Like, like, okay, you know what? Yeah, we're friends for two years, but now we're gone. I'm fine. Like, if I'm you're immediately fine, then and, yeah. and if you don't, like, if your cycle of grief is within that same day, then you're cool. But if your cycle of grief extends it's, out, yeah. And takes a long time, and if there's trying to reconnection, whether it be a friendship or romantic, then like it did mean something. Yeah. And even though you like you tried to deny it, like it it did. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like just interesting in general. Yeah. But like coming back to building your village, like you know, in your case, it's like your friend who like obviously like burned the bridges. In a sense, that was what she was doing. Maybe she was trying yeah, to let she go. Was, yeah. You know, and that's and, and so that's kind of a human nature. See, yeah. yeah. And it's so hard to see that sometimes until you take a second and you're like, well, you know what? Again, it goes back to your, it's your discretion at the end of the day. You, you can decide who you want and who you don't want in your life. Um, and like the type of people that you want in your village. So for me, like I want to be surrounded by people who are one, absolutely loving, like, that's important to me to someone who's uh, honest because I don't want some liar, you know, talking shit behind my back or in other people's backs, you know? Yeah. The third would probably be someone who, did I say honest? Yeah. You're, you, just, you just said honest. <laughs> um, definitely compassionate. There are going to be days where I'm just like a wreck and sometimes I need people to lift me up. So definitely someone who can lift your girl up another would be loyal because i'm also very like i'm very mobbish yeah <laughs> i don't know if you agree with me but i agree with myself i'm very mobbish and like i'm i feel like jack nicholson i feel like jack nicholson in the departed when he's like <laughs> talking to leonardo dicaprio and he's like there's a rat and he gets all crazy yeah because he knows that there's a rat somewhere i'm jack nicholson i find out that there's a rat <laughs> You want them dead? I want them dead. Like, I don't do that. Like, (laughs) I don't do it. I don't play that game. I don't like it. You know? And I get, like, it goes back to loyalty. Like, I'm a firm believer in that. I also surround myself with people who push me, who actually make me feel uncomfortable sometimes. Because I think, you know, when it comes to relationships, like, yeah, you want to be surrounded by people who are similar like you but you don't but you don't want to be in a complete bubble Mm -hmm. sorry i was gonna cough (laughs) but you also it's intimidating to be friends with people who are actually just like you because of the fact 
they're just like you. Yeah. And you risk having that confrontation. Yeah. The conflict and the confrontation. So, but that's the thing I do surround myself with people who are very much like me because of that, Mm -hmm. because I also think it helps, helps you identify like who you are. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I get where you're going. Like for me, definitely people who push me. Yeah. You know, definitely people who have ambition. I don't want anybody who's just kind of like, uh, I'm just going to go I play agree. on the couch. I want people. Ambition. Ambitious people. Yeah. Uh, you know, people who are loving and caring. Yeah. No matter what cause they may be passionate. I want people with passions. Yeah. You know, whatever. Maybe it's like, oh, I'm just passionate about Star Wars. Or I'm passionate about, you know, like. The art weather. Or the weather. Like. Global could be warming. Painting. Women's rights. Women's rights. <laughs> Mowing the grass. But be passionate about something. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I think definitely, like you said, loving and caring, you know, people who have big hearts. I think with all, all my dude friends, and this is kind of like, what moment? Like, I think I've said I love you to all my dude friends, and they've all told me, like, oh, yeah, man, I love you back. Like, all honestly sincere, too. You know what? And that's like a hidden guy I culture thing. I love all your friends. I really do. Yeah. It's so funny because I think to myself, like, I just want to hang out with you guys. <laughs> And I lo- obviously love like all my friends and stuff, but like there's something about your your pals. But then again, I also like I have my own relationships with yeah, like your friends, you know. Yeah. And yeah, and it's so funny that you say that though, like how you've told your bros, like, oh, I like love you, man. I love you, man. It was I don't know when it changed, because I mean. I like to think that I'm very loving. Yeah. But at this, I know that some people will say that I am very cold in a sense where I'm not like overly affectionate. I'm not like a huge hugger. Yeah. Um, but it was years, a couple, not a couple years ago. It's been years. It was actually Bean. Bean and I were having this conversation one day and we talked about like, I don't know, something about like, like a, being affectionate or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I love you. Right. Like, and then af- after that, every time I talk to her, it's always like, okay, love you. Bye. Yeah. Because like, you can never tell someone enough how much you love them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's funny because like, even though I'm like friends with, you know, like I have very close friends like, I, th- I actually feel like I do actually, you know what? No, I do feel like I tell my friends that I love them. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, like for sure. I think it's, it's stemmed from being though. Like when we had this, con- like it was brought up in a conversation. I can't tell you exactly what it was. And I think it had to do with like affection and just, you know, like, like one day, you know, girls, we, we were just girls talking and after that, like every time I talk to her, it's always yeah. okay. Love you, bye. Or like, okay, love you, sister. Like whatever it is, yeah. you know. I think that's an important part of your village too. If you not want to say I love you to the people in your village, yeah, then should they be there? Well, uh, like you should love the people in your village. I agree that you should love. You should love people in your village, but also loving people is hard. Yeah. And a lot, and there's some people who have that barrier and have that wall of like not being able to say that word. And like, but they show it the other ways. There's different exactly. love languages, though. Different love languages. I would love to talk about our love languages. 
in general, but not today. Not today. Definitely get into that one time. Um, but yeah, I, I think that there's some people that can't express like love and saying like, I love you. Yeah. There's other ways in doing it. Um, but I do think that that you should like adore the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. Like you should want to be around these people. And if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're like, this is toxic, I'm not happy. Or like, if you just feel down, remove yourself. Yeah. I mean, usually it's easier said than done. Yeah. I can and say there's that. Multi-steps. Yeah. And I can say that I have my own, you know, have a specific relationship where for me, for me personally, myself, it was toxic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that relationship had was with my dad and that's okay for me to say out loud. Yeah. Um, but like, I had to take a second and say, you know what? Like, yeah, he's my dad. And at the end of the day, no matter what, he's always going to be my dad. 100%. And I've never denied that, but it got to a point where I just couldn't do it anymore. Like emotionally for myself, I couldn't do it. It was just hard on you. It was hard on me in so many ways, shapes and forms. Like I just couldn't do it. So I took it where I was like, you know what? I can't be doing this to myself. Mm -hmm. And I removed myself from it and that's okay. Yeah. Because, and you know what? People will always say like, Oh, well that's your dad. Like you should try like, that's your dad. Or, you know, with our wedding coming up and like they mentioned my dad a lot and it's like, that's my decision. Yeah. I don't have, just because it's right. Doesn't mean I need to do it. Yeah. I've always said that just because it's right. Doesn't mean I need to do it. If I can back up what I'm feeling, if I, not to have receipts, but if I can say, hey, I'm not interested. There's reasonings there's why. There's reasonings why. Respect that. Respect people's decisions. Right? 100%. Amen. Amen. Respect people's decisions. Yeah. Because you just like, you just don't know someone's situation. It could be your freaking, your mom, your best friend, whatever. Like if. We've have uh, everybody has a lifetime of, you know, hoops and yeah slides and shoots and ladders that we've all gone through. Mm-hmm. I uh, really like that game, by the way. That's a great game. Shoots and ladders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My mom taught me how to play that. My mom taught me how to play that too. No way. Yeah, that's a fun fact. Mom power. Mom power. Yeah, my mom. Like we had a little board game. Anyways, what was I saying? <laughs> Disrespect people's. Respect people's decisions. I think yeah. I said disrespect. I mean, and respect. I think to a certain extent, it's okay to, to do like a check in. Yeah, to check in and see, like, okay, like, do you really feel that way, or is it because you're feeling this type of way? Are you upset? Are you angry? Whatever mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes, but don't push it. Mm-hmm. Don't force people to do things just because it's quote unquote the right thing to do. Yeah, live your life. Live your life. As uh, the legendary Wade Otto Heath once told me, oh, just be you. Wade Otto Do your Heath. thing. That... You're a great guy. <laughs> that guy. Two-time le- Legacy Award winner. The only one in Disney history. Yeah. Actually, the three-time. <laughs> three-time. <laughs> the three-time Legacy Award, Award winner, winner. Wade Otto Heath. Top. A living legend. One thing to tell me, just be me. You know what? I can go on and on about what Wade's taught me in my life. Mm-hmm. We'll have a own special Wade episode. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can even have Wade on. on an episode. Ooh, and Ooh. then you guys can have the pleasure 
It would be your honor. Your honor. Not our honor, but yours, just to hear him and to know what he has to say about life and just general things he has yeah. to say. But anyways. But anyways, everybody, choose your village. Yeah. Love the people you want to love. Yeah. Close the doors on relationships you need to close doors on. Yeah. Easier said than done, as always. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, do what's best for you. And mm-hmm. as best advice, be you. Be yourself. And trust your instincts, too. If something doesn't feel right, then... It's probably not right. Yeah, and it's okay to question it. Even if it's something that people would say, well, it's the right thing to do. Or, like, that's what's expected of you. If you're not comfortable, Mm -hmm. or if you're just feeling uneasy, it's okay to question it. You don't always have to say yes. Yes. It's okay to say no. And it's good to say no. There's Mm -hmm. power in saying no. Mm Mm-hmm. Amen. I need to learn how to say no. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, guys, go out, build your village. Build your village. Be a part of ours. Yeah. Be a part of ours. Share our podcast, please. Um, we just would appreciate it so much. Always. Um, we're just trying to, to do this. And great. spread some love. Yeah. And just general topics about everything and anything. Yeah. Um, so please share this again. We're probably going to make an Instagram page. We're still working soon. on that. We're, we're planning a wedding. It's hard. Yeah. Catch us March 15, 2020. Anyways, we Anyways. love you. Be a part of our village. Yes. Amen. Adios. Bye.